here's what's coming up on today's show. I know what you mean. There's a lot of guys that's branched out into other things. And even some of my, my contractors have tried to get me to do other things for them. And I've just been a believer of do what you do good and, and, uh, and stick with what you know. This is Kansas City Connections, a local business podcast in Kansas City to help spotlight entrepreneurs and executives in the area and connect the bright minds of our community. Join us each episode to hear how these business owners and executives manage their companies, how they overcome present challenges, and how they plan to thrive in the future. Here's your host, Steve Hoover, owner of Wealth Partners Corporation. Well, welcome everyone. This is Steve Hoover and uh, today... I'd like to welcome you to the Kansas City Connection, the lo- local business podcast. And I'm thrilled to have someone that um, I've had the pleasure of working with for a number of years, Mike Bryant, owner of Mike Bryant Heating and Air Conditioning. And uh, Mike, welcome to the show. Well, thanks, Steve. It's a pleasure to be with you. Great. Well, Mike, I, I want to kind of go through here. And um, as I said, we've, we've worked together and kind of known each other, but I kind of want to get an idea of of when you started your own company and kind of your background in the HVAC business. Well, Steve, I kind of, uh, I grew up in a, in a family business. Um, my dad had a business when I was a very young age. I'd come home from school and, and go right to work and play in the sheet metal shop. So I grew up in the business and then uh, I uh, started my first business. I, I left the family business, started a business in 82 and had it for approximately 20 years and then got away from the business for five or six years and realized it was probably my calling after all to be in the HVAC business. So I um, went back in business and started my current company, Mike Bryant Heating and Cooling. So it's, it's about all I've ever known. Now you started Mike Bryant, your, your current business in 2004, is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. And, and one of the things that when I was doing some research on everything, do you specialize only in uh, new builds or have you kind of expanded or is that kind of your, your niche? Well, we've expanded a lot. The primarily part of our business is, is still new, new construction. We work with a lot of the big local home builders in Kansas City, and, but we, we've really tried to build our service business as well. We offer uh, maintenance agreements and so on to all the new homes we do, and, and um, we've kind of made a big push the last couple of years. We get more of a presence on the internet and done a lot more advertising and, uh, and trying to build our what we call the replacement side of the business as well, uh, you know, to go into existing homes and change out uh, older systems. So when we do a little bit of light commercial, we don't get in any real big commercial stuff, but uh, so we're, we're pretty, uh, you know, we don't do any plumbing. We specialize only in, in heating and cooling. And so, but we pretty much do it all. Because I've seen some of the, frankly, some of your competitors, now they're, they're branching into electric, you know, electrical and, you know, some of the other areas. So why have you elected to stay out of kind of the plumbing area? Well, you know, I've kind of been a believer of stick with what you know. I know what you mean. There's a lot of guys that's branched out into other things. And even some of my my contractors have tried to get me to do other things for them. And I've just been a believer of do what you do good and and stick with what you know. So that's just kind of always been my philosophy. Oh, that's that. Yeah, you start to get too thin, and then you have uh, lack of control over quality and and things like that. Yeah, I would, exactly. I, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, one of the things um, we were talking, we moved into a new house last year, and and uh, we didn't ask for it, but they ended up putting in a new furnace to because it 
the way the house is, the lower level is finished, but it has its own uh, furnace that goes with it. And it was rusted out and probably original of the house. And they put it in. I was amazed at how small it is and how quiet it is. It, it, it seems like the technology each year just gets more and more advanced. Is, am I correct on that? Yeah, you are. It's, um, it's amazing um, when the technical advances back from, you know, when I started in the business working on old gravity furnaces and floor furnaces and, and the, the technical advances in these things are just incredible anymore. You know, I always joke that if, if someone would have told my dad back in the 60s that someday you'd be putting in a furnace and venting it outside in plastic PVC pipe for a flue pipe, you know, he would have told them they were absolutely crazy. So it's, you know, and, and the control side of it too, where you can sit 2,000 miles away and turn your furnace and air conditioner off now with your telephone, you know, so it's just, they continue to get more and more complex and, and they are getting smaller in a lot of ways too. You know, we've actually had homeowners bring that up, you know, and that little thing's not going to heat my house. It's only half the size of my old one, you know, and so no, you're, you're absolutely correct. Yeah, it's, it's amazing in, in the, the, the remote technology and the, in terms of the new, you know, you can go out and buy one of those nests or some of those other Google Home pieces to control your heating and air conditioning. But I've seen some other kind of part of the system's um, control panels. And do they, ops, do they run kind of the same way as some of the nest and some of the other pieces as well? Yeah, uh, I'm personally not a, a big fan of the Nest. Uh, we have put some of those on. What we really like is we primarily sell Linux equipment, and they have a, a thermostat system that's dedicated. It's what's called a communicating system, where it dedicated just to that piece of equipment. And um, with that system, it can even go as far as if you set it up, the thermostat will actually send us an email that there's a problem potential problem with the system. So it's, there is a lot of things out there like the Nest and generic brands that will work on anything. But like I say, what I prefer to use is one that's, you know, it's a Linux thermostat, it's a Linux air conditioner, it's a Linux furnace. It's a kind of a complete package, if you will. Interesting. What, let me ask you this. What, what would be one big mistake somebody makes when they either replace a system or if they're building a new home, deciding what system to put in? What might be a big problem that they, they may not know about? Well, I don't know so much they may not know about, but I think the big problem that a lot of people make is they take the cheapest bid and they'll go with a, a company that, you know, there's unfortunately in this trade, there's a lot of people that work out of their house, work out of the base or their pickup truck, you know, and they used to do this for somebody and then they go in business for themselves. And, and so I guess what I'm trying to say is a cheap bid and a, and a non, you know, they might be a, an okay person, but, you know, are they going to be still be in business a year from now or two years from now when you, when you have a problem? So use a reputable company, I guess is what I'm trying to say. That's good advice. What, now I probably know the answer, but I'm going to ask you anyway, what would separate your company from maybe some of the other uh, competitors out there? I think the, the big thing is, is customer service. You know, and, and uh, we do a uh, exceptional job at a fair price is what I always like to say. You know, we're not the cheapest guys in town, but by no means are we the most expensive. But, you know, we're, we're, we're a good sized company. We're going to be around forever, a uh, long time. And, and uh, you know, we, 70, 75 employees and a lot of trucks on the road. And, and so we're, not, we're by no means a, a one-horse shop. So that's important 
you know, when you're looking for a contractor. Have you seen a lot of, uh, well, you've seen an uptick in the, the new build uh, that are going on right now all around. It seems like they're just new home divisions going up everywhere. Do you see that kind of continuing or do you kind of see that maybe slowing down a little bit? Well, you know, I'm like a lot of people in, in March, I was ready for doom and gloom, the, the world coming to an end, you know, and, and now it's, I mean, we've had an absolutely incredible summer with uh, on both sides of our business, the new build, like you mentioned, and all the builders that I talk with on a, on a daily basis, they all tell me they don't see it slowing down anytime soon, that they, you know, they're contributed to a lot of things, you know, the lower interest rates and, and a lot of people have spent so much time at home. Now they realize they're with everyone at home, their house is too small. So mm-hmm. we see a lot of people remodeling, like you mentioned you were doing or, or adding on or just scrapping it and moving to a new home. So, you know, it's, uh, I, from what all indications I see and the people I talk to, I just, I don't see it slowing down anytime soon. And, and, uh, and I hope that's right. Did you find back in 2007, 2008, in that time frame, did you see a real downturn in that point, the way everything was going in the economy and, and things of that nature? You know, I, I really didn't. Uh, like you mentioned earlier, I, you know, I started Mike Bryant Heating and Cooling in, in 04. So we were relatively young and, and a smaller company at that time. I want to say we probably had 10 to 15 employees at that time. And, and um, it really, in a lot of ways, it, it opened some doors uh, with some contractors that uh, were looking for competitive pricing. You know, they had gone along, been comfortable for years, and all of a sudden with the downturn, they were more interested in, in talking and reaching out and see what else was out there. So we actually continued to grow through uh, 07, 08, and 09. Every year we grew through that time period. So I figured if I, if I made it through there, um, knock on wood, I, I, I think I'm good. So. Yeah, that's kind of what I've, you know, when I'm talking to my clients and, and other business owners, you know, we, we do succession planning and we do, um, I do a lot of that for business owners. And, and one of the things that they'll ask me, and you may have been asked this as well, is like, boy, this is, do you think this is as bad or worse than 2008? And my response has always been 2008 was really, I think, the worst. Um, I realize we have a pandemic. I know it's, it's kind of thrown a lot of people out of work, but a couple of different things that were from 2008 and, and now is that one, we went into um, this pandemic pretty strong. I mean, we had, you know, everybody had pretty good balance sheets of, of companies that were in good shape, but more importantly, there was liquidity in the market. And one thing people forget is in 2008, there was no money to lend. I mean, the banks had no money, they had no capital, they couldn't lend, and that just started putting a stranglehold on a lot of companies. And we didn't have to go through that on this one. Somewhat of, of it was through government, government stimulus, but nevertheless, we at least had capital that people could borrow and buy homes, refinance, do certain things, which we weren't able to do in 2008. I mean, 2008 was right at the tipping point of, of the total uh, economy collapsing. So I think this one's what we'll get through. I think people are figuring it out. We were out this weekend and, you know, we're starting to see more people out uh, doing things. So yeah, it's really a big difference. And, um, and I think the ones that are in good shape, like your company can weather it. Uh, it's the ones that probably weren't in great shape that aren't going to make it. And that's true almost in any business. If something's going to take you down, 
it's going to take you down. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think in, in 2008, it was, it was more widespread, if you will, across the entire economy. And now it's like, I know there's a lot of businesses now that are, are suffering, you know, the hospitality industry, the airlines and that sort of thing. But there's also a lot of businesses now that are, that are really thriving through this, you know, and like you said, the builders and, and the contractors and, you know, people that are tied to the home or housing, if you will, are doing really well. I don't, we tried buying a, a freezer recently, went into the store and they, and they laugh at you to buy a, a freezer because everybody's buying freezers and, and refrigerators. And uh, so it's, it's amazing how just some aspects of the economy are doing, are doing really well. And like I say, back to 08, I think it was more widespread. Yeah, I remember in 08, it was everybody. I mean, it didn't matter what business you were in. It was, it was really hurting. But again, in this particular one, you know, we have the retailers that are having problems, but they were having problems prior to this. So um, this was just an impetus to kind of get that going or maybe get them to seek reality that their business model just isn't there. So, well, let me ask you this real quick. What do you foresee as, as your all's business biggest challenge going forward, if there is one? I'd say our biggest challenge, like a lot of people, is finding um, qualified help. And um, not necessarily, you know, I'll, I'll take that back a step, not necessarily qualified help. Some of our, our, our best employees are people that we've hired and trained ourselves. And um, it, it's hard to find people that still want to do this kind of job, this kind of work. So, you know, I, I would say by far, that's probably our biggest issue is, is uh, just finding people that, uh, you know, like I say, we've hired a lot, of, uh, a lot of young people that have turned out to be great employees for us. And, you know, we, we're willing to do that. If, if someone's willing to learn, we're willing to teach them. So I think that's a, a problem with a lot of construction type trades is finding uh, people that are, are willing to work because it's not easy work. Yeah, I had a I have a client. He's in the construction business, and and he said that in '08 we're kind of going back to '08. I hate to beat the '08 drum, but he went back to '08, and he said, you know, we we're losing all the tradespeople. You know, we don't have people who can mud and tape or tape and mud, and you know, electricians and HVAC people because in '08 it kind of flushed a bunch of them out of the system. And um, but it sounds like you know I I know in your business and some others I'm finally starting to see that that trade type of career is coming back. Kind of like Mike Rowe, you know, of Dirty Jobs. He talks about trades really, really hoping to, to make a comeback. Yeah, no, you're, you're exactly right. But, uh, well, Mike, I appreciate your, your, your taking time out. I know you're, um, you've got stuff to do today, so I really appreciate you taking your time. Let me finish off by giving your a, a, a phone number if somebody wants to get a hold of your office. Um, what's your phone number? Our phone number is uh, 913-441-7807, and uh, where our office is actually in Olathe, but we do work around the entire greater metropolitan uh, Kansas City area, everywhere up north, uh, out east, and we're on call 24-7. There's, there's, uh, will always be, be someone to, uh, to answer your call, so in an emergency situation. So. And what's your uh, website again? It's uh, just Mike Bryant, HVAC. Excellent. Excellent. Well, Mike, I really appreciate your time. And uh, if uh, anybody wants to get a hold of Mike, make sure you get a hold of him. And Mike, uh, have a great day. And uh, everyone, cheers. 
Thanks for listening to Kansas City Connections, a local business podcast brought to you by Wealth Partners Corporation based in Overland Park. Need help planning for retirement? Call Steve Hoover at 913-685-3207. That's 913-685-3207 or online at wealthpartnerskc.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcasting app so you never miss an episode. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google, and pretty much everywhere else you can listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next edition of Kansas City Connections, a local business podcast. Any financial information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.